Bop. What you see is what you get. Folk, super submissive. Like I, I want you to be submissive in the in it. Um, three. Focus on. Oh, I gotta submit. And he gotta love me. Two. You didn't talk about it, but I'm gonna talk about it. One. It's your boy Mike B, and I'm rocking with my brother, the neighborhood therapist, and this is episode 14 of the Black Man Misunderstood podcast. tough for a lot of you guys out there because you like to bark orders and not listen at all so so i just wanted to let y'all know bruh y'all need to listen more because god gave you two ears and one mouth that's it that's all i got to say mr therapist <laughs> hey yo that's how you come in mike <laughs> that's how I'm coming. say less say less man oh not not to say that all our guests are special. We love all of y'all for coming on this podcast, but this one, this one's gonna hit a little different. Okay? Um, I hype this woman up every chance that I get. If you um are one of the few people that are part of my Facebook, use a you occasionally see her post pop up on my feed, and I know some of y'all be looking like, oh, is that why she's speaking like that? Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Just know this the one right here. Okay. I'm about to introduce Miss C. Anderson. She is a therapist. She is an author. She is a speaker. She is a phenomenal black woman. She is royalty. And she probably got other attributes that we don't know about. But I'm going to let her get on here, bless this microphone. But before she does, um, I need to let these viewers know, these listeners know that this woman and Queen Nakia are focal to why we have this podcast. They gave me. My first opportunity. They have a beautiful, beautiful, great podcast down to the white meat. You need to listen to that. And you know, this this is significant. This is super, this is huge, you know, that she's even here to bless our airways with her knowledge. So Missy Anderson, what's up? What's up? How are you? <laughs> Thank you so much. I had no no idea. Just like real talk. Um and I really believe in iron, iron sharpening iron, and that's one of those moments. And so I'm, I'm thankful, and I'm like so excited to be here. Thank you so much, brothers. I appreciate it. Appreciate, it, appreciate, it. appreciate you, Queen. So let's jump right into it. You know, I know you get all these interviews. I know, you know, people. Oh, Miss C, how do you do this? Isn't this? No, we're not doing that today. <laughs> <laughs> we're not doing that today. We're going to hit you with these real questions, the questions I know you want to answer. First of all, who are you and what do you do? And why do you do it? Um, so I'm, I'm just me, ever evolving. Every day I wake up is a day for me to improve. Every day. Every day. Like, I don't know how, how I can bring that piece home for a lot of people, but I work every day to be better than I was yesterday. Um, on a, on the, the other side of that, I'm just kind of real, like what you see is what you get. Um, I'm a therapist. I'm, I'm a mother. I'm a wife. Um, I'm a friend. Uh, I just love life. I love what I do. Uh, I see the work that I do in the therapy room and outside, because um, I don't put limitations on that, but I see it as an opportunity to step into my own soul's purpose, my own calling, um, and and really deliver wellness and and accurate information 
and love and peace to people that look like us. Mm, I appreciate that right there. That's I what I do. And I, and I do it because I love, like, I love us. I love black folks. And there's nothing else I can, <laughs> I can say. <laughs> Oh, sweet. Straight to the point. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> yeah. So I, I got I got a big question. Mike, are you ready? Go ahead, bro. Start it up. See, are you ready? Yeah. So it's it's been a it's been a long transition from that, that day I was on that podcast to now. So let me show you the type of person that I've become since then. So your thought process is unmatched to me. Okay. And after this podcast is over, the listeners are going to feel the same way. So I'm going to show them. What does the phrase strong black woman mean to you? (laughs) Brother, when I say that thing is a lie from the deepest, darkest, most racist, most Karen feminized pit of society that is killing and harming and damaging us. It, it means nothing to me. I, I, you know, before I, before we started, I presented um, to uh, a group of women and, and I was talking about uh, trauma and domestic violence. Cause that's really where I cut my teeth. And one of the things I brought up to them was because, when someone comes to you and tell you that they're hurting, you don't tell them to be strong. Okay, that's not going to and, and that right there, I said, it brings me right back to how we are programmed as Black women to be strong. Like, to say that any other thing outside of us looking like strength, right, is weakness. Our vulnerability, like, is weakness. Our femininity our softness, our desire to be led, that's weak, right? So, so on the flip side, you get Black women that operate in this space of, of masculinity. So let's, let me talk about, about this. And I'm going to preface this conversation with this. This isn't a conversation about gender identity, okay? That's not what this conversation is. Or that's not what this line of questioning is. This, I'm speaking energetically. Okay, so we're talking about the feminine and the masculine energy that exists in everyone, regardless of gender gender identity. And so in our community within cisgendered relationships, there is this belief that black women can do it all. And we get this false belief right from white centered Eurocentric. Feminism. I'm a boss B. I don't know if y'all cuss on your podcast. We sure do. Okay, I'm a boss <laughs> B. Well, 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 the neighbor here therapist does. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a boss bitch. I'll say bitch, right? Mm, it puts us in this place of, of being, of leading all the time, of hardness all the time, of almost my mentor, his name is Dr. Jeff Menzi. Uh, brother, you, you got to experience him not too long ago. Same combo. It puts us in a place of hardness. Of hardness. And so the strong black woman trope is actually a stereotype. And it's a harmful stereotype. It makes us, it makes black women look like um, and, and devoid of emotion. It makes us one dimensional. It makes us neglect all the other beautiful parts of our womanhood. And I just, I can't get with that. I just can't get with it. So that's what I feel about strong black woman. (laughs) Fire! Yo! let me let me let me follow up to Steve's thing because uh, um, if you don't know or I know the neighborhood therapist already know my sister basically brought me up my hair life. So 
to hear how you broke that down just now and to understand the conversations that me and my sister have, it makes total sense because mm. she tried to t- uh, she tried to take everything on her own. And then as she got older, she started to realize that she couldn't do that because she had to focus on herself and make sure she was good. So I do uh, I appreciate that breakdown and explanation because just just by having a conversation with my sister and I've seen her in her vulnerable side. I've seen her when mm. she's doing her thing. I've seen yeah. when she's when she's been down, even though she might not want to tell me she's down, but I've seen it. Mm. So I, I completely understand how you broke that down. And whoo, when like, I saw that, when I saw that post a couple of weeks, it was just crazy. Yeah. And in the in the post that that I made, and I'm not gonna say it went viral, but it was shared a couple of hundred times, right? Mm-hmm. For, I don't know if we got enough time, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna try to get it all in. I'm gonna try to get it all. In. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> because it's, it's all interconnected. Okay. So when I made that post, and for those who who are listening who maybe didn't see it, the post was very was very short and very concise. It said something like. Um, The strong black woman myth is a toxic space where black queens operate in their masculinity. That was all the post said. I didn't call any woman a man. I didn't say that it wasn't um, okay to be strong at times, right? But I had people DM me, um, a cousin as a matter of fact, DM me and was like, no, she she commented on the thing and she kind of she did the gif. Um, that's the dude that turned around like what with all the question marks, <laughs> right? So my response was, if you don't understand this statement, then just say that and we can have a conversation about it, right? Because we're not going to talk and we're not going to talk in gif. Okay, this is a a topic that deserves conversation. And so she was like, she kind of was like, you know. You know, well, I mean, what are you talking about? Like, um, I think that you're strong and I think, you know, this and this and that just like she really didn't get it. And that's because she is a person that operates in masculinity. All her all of her sisters and her mama. OK. Right. Raised by a single woman. That's the authority. This is what happens when we have that. And, and, and ladies, I'm not saying that that you can't raise your kids. But what I'm saying is (sighs) what happens when you, okay, nature, right? Just, just nature, just balance, right? Laws of balance. That feminine energy and that masculine energy, there has to be a balance of that, right? So when you have a woman that raised, she's the sole authority, or even if she's in a household with a man and she's still the dominant force, right? Women look at that, well, girls, and they grow up to become women who do the same. Men grow up to become men. Well, boys grow up to become boys who see women as the authority. Mm. Okay? So then you got men that marry or get with women who are dominant and authoritative. Right? And then you have women who don't know how to fall back and allow a man to do what men are naturally inclined to do, right? Men and women are different. We're just different. And there's nothing wrong with it. I like it. Like, I, I, am, I love it. I love being a woman. And that's for anybody who identifies as a woman, right? Because we can even pull into that um, uh, our transgender women, right? If, you know, like, if this is like, this is a thing. So if that is the case, right, if we could watch, what was the movie? Queen and Slim, right? Great contrast. Let's talk about that real quick. Um, uh, Dr. Jeff actually has a breakdown of this film on his website. Um, India Moore. India Moore is a trans woman. Okay, she's, she's an actress on Pose. She's also in Queen and Slim. When they go to, to Louisiana, they go to the, to the uncle's house. Remember, he has a house. He got, he got, he got his girls in the house, right? So he has, he has India, right? Her character, who's very soft, very feminine, very caring, very loving, very receptive. She ain't weak by no means, mm-hmm. okay? 
But then on the flip side, you got the other girl. I can't even remember her name. And she popping her neck, snapping her fingers, yeah. ca- calling <laughs> them names, right? Nigga, you, 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 you get the drink, right? Mm-hmm. And the one thing that, that India Moore's character says is he may not be shit on the outside, right? Out in this world. But when he comes through these doors, he's a king. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Okay. So we're not even talking about cisgenderedness right now. We're, I'm talking about energy, the energy that you bring to your man, the energy that you bring to your children. That's what we're talking about. Okay. So, you know, when, when we, when, when I made that post, you know, and, and y'all know, because clearly you guys have been looking on my page and you follow me and you comment, things like that. Right. A lot of the things that I post is is precisely to to get people to see, think about, re-examine the way that we think. Because the way that we are thinking, Black Collective, man, it's so limited. It's so programmed. So when I when I even part my lips or get my thumbs to pop and to make a statement that black women are often operating in masculine energy. People, I get name called, people come like it, I, it, it don't bother me because I know who I am. But you know, we can have a convo about it. Like we, let's talk about it. Why, why does this make you so defensive? So immediately when I said that women get defensive. So somebody mm. came in my inbox and she was like, I mean, aren't you strong? I see you as strong. I said, but baby, my strength is that I fall all the way back into my feminine self. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't like that, Steve. You got to say that again. They don't like that. Yeah, repeat my, that. <laughs> my, my strength, right? I said, what you're seeing is me falling back into my femininity, falling all the way back into it. So real quick, let's talk about the difference between feminine and masculine energy, right? The yin and the yang. Go ahead, Queen. So, so the yin energy is the energy that is creative. Women are creative, right? You know, the ultimate creation is the womb, right? Like us creating mm-hmm. life, right? And so our energy is free flowing, okay? It's, it's uh, receptive. It's passive, meaning this is this is what passive means. Okay, we're not talking about weak weakness. We're not talking about communication style and aggressive passive. Passivity is the opposite of intentional force. Okay, so this is men, right? You pushing like you making your way, right? Like you 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 asserting yourself. You saying what you want. Well, I'm I'm here with this, like. I'm, I'm just, I'm exa- like, I'm here, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have to force. I flow, okay? And so, but these two different energies make life work. It, it just makes, it, it balances, right? It makes yep. things work and that's okay. So I'm not saying that women don't need to be strong, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that you can't expect certain things when you operate in in the masculine all the time when you're constantly having to tell people what to do constantly making decisions constantly Ooh. constantly I'm tired just saying that <laughs> Ooh, go ahead and see you preaching right now Ooh. I mean I, you know I'm I'm tired just saying that I love being able to being a, a a relationship, right? I've been married almost 16 years. This June is going to be sweet 16 for me. Okay, <laughs> a girl was like, "Oh my God, this this got pick me energy all over it." <laughs> Honey, I was picked 16 years ago. What about you? <laughs> so pick, yeah. pick me to that. Speak, speak, please. And and real talk, you you want to be picked, sis? That's why you do all that contour and all that all that all that other stuff to yourself because you're trying to get picked, honey. If you come over here, I can give give you these gems, right? Talking, 
But no, we get defensive and we call our 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 sisters, right? Who think differently than, than we do. We don't think about what they're what they're bringing up. We just, you know, we get defensive, shut down. Oh, she she picked Misha. Mm. Okay. I be that. If that means me being in the relationship that I have, operating the way that I do, living the the life I do. Right? Loving myself. I'll be that all day. But but you <laughs> over here doing the most for the least. Ooh. Repeat that one more time. <laughs> repeat that one more time. <laughs> but you over here doing the most for the least. You giving your yoni, right? You giving your 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 innermost parts. The dudes who don't even deserve access to you. Let's talk about that. Like this stuff is deep. It's yeah. it's deep and it's all connected. It's all connected. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna be quiet and and. and. <laughs> look, look, you ain't got to be quiet. We loving this. But oh, yeah. You want to jump in here? Because I'm about Listen. to jump in real quick. <laughs> Are we are we gonna go into the relationships, Mike? You ready? Yeah, but before we hop right into that, I want to make this point that she said earlier about okay. the feminine energy, how it flows, and masculine energy it hits. Because mm-hmm. I've heard I've heard this in so many different ways. People don't realize. So I've heard this one saying: You give a woman food, she makes a meal. You give a woman a sperm, she makes a child. So I, I I definitely get where she's going with that flowing energy and that hard hitting energy. It makes sense. We bring this, you make that. <laughs> I I love it. I love it. There you go. And 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 the thing is, is that is that's okay because this is what we don't realize. Um, there's a sister um named um. Um, is uh, Doctor? I, I don't think she's a, a, a doctor, but <laughs> she be dropping gems. Um, and I don't want to pr- pronounce her first name wrong, but um, Sharazad Ali, and she had a book back in the early '80s that 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 get, it was a lot of controversy around it, but she's still preaching. Um, her book was called um, "The Black Man's Guide to Understanding the Black Woman," and I believe she had um, another one. Ex- uh, are you still a slave? Um, she talked about the things that your parents should have told you. Like she talks about all these concepts in the black community um, that continue to uh, interrupt and keep us from being what we need to be. And when I say what we need to be, I'm hearkening back to who we were before we were enslaved, right? So the village concept, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm talking about that. When we started to, because remember this feminism. Because people go, what do you mean? Um, feminism doesn't include black women. Black women are women. All right, let's talk about that. Because Susan B. Anthony ended up parting ways with Frederick Douglass because she was fighting for women's rights. And he was fighting for, for us, for black people. And she said, mm, I got these white supremacists I'm trying to, to, to pander to so we can get these women's voting rights passed. So I'm not really about to get into the race thing, right? Mm. So it didn't include the plight of black women. Okay, when they got to vote, guess who couldn't? We couldn't. Talk on it. So how does feminism include us? It doesn't. And so if the hierarchy in this country is white men, white women, black men, and black women, you got white women telling black women to leave and come from up under their men. And guess who they're going to be up under? Ooh. Guess who they're going to be up under? White <laughs> women and white men. And we're going, uh-huh, yep, yeah, because I'm a boss bitch. I, I do this, I do that. I don't need no man. What I need a man for? I don't need no man. That's what's, that's what's happening. That's what, and guess who? So when we come from up under our men or we have this and we're the only race that has such a intense disdain for our own men. I've never heard an Asian sister degrade an Asian man. Never. He's a fact. 
Oof. I have never heard a Latina degrade a, a, a Latino man or say, I'm a strong, I'm a strong Latina. I've never heard that. Oh, wow. But mm. we are constantly pushing, I'm a strong black woman, which says, I don't need nobody. And so while you over here being strong, ma'am, Becky with the good head got your king. Mm. You know how she got your king? Because she receptive. She living in her feminine energy. And she over here fixing his plate. And you over here by yourself. Miserable. Talking about you strong. Go be strong, sis. Go do that. This stuff is it's systematic. Mm. They benefit from us not, not accepting and being loving towards each other. They benefit from our families being broken. Have you ever seen a black woman go up to a school to fight for her son or her child? Mm-hmm. Very different reception than if a black man goes up to the school to fight on behalf of his child. Oh, that is so true, yo. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's. I need for people to. I need people to get this because at the end of the day, it's us that are we're suffering from this type of programming. We're suffering. They're winning and benefiting, right? They benefit from us maintaining this. Oh my God, um, what you mean? And you can't be strong. I'm strong. I don't got a man. I got my own place. I got my own car. I got my own stuff. I-N-D-E-P. Really? <laughs> and I love how you was about to say something. And I'm going to say this. It's a difference about being strong and being independent that you can do your own thing. It doesn't mean you don't need nobody. It's just. Self, I want us to be self-sufficient. Uh-huh. That's a na- and, 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 and just you know, like that's healthy. That's mm-hmm. a na- a natural psychological progression, right? Is to to grow from being a baby into a fully functional, healthy adult. Absolutely. But this other stuff, child. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let, let me let me let me jump out the window. Mike, don't catch me either. <laughs> yeah, you good. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. You know, I'm look. So, 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 Queen C. Yes. What What are your thoughts on the stereotypical um black man that feels like, hey, you know, Queen, can you cook me a hot meal? Can you have a hot meal ready for me? You know, uh, can you wash these clothes? Um, you know, the, the, just the st- the stereotypical traditionalist uh way of thinking. What's your thoughts on that? Do you feel that um our queens should be doing that to cater to their man, to please their man? You know, Beyonce and them had the song. To me, cater to you like, and a lot of women were rocking with it to an extent. They was like, mm, "I ain't trying to do all that." But to us, the fellas, we was like, I, I, "I'm gonna admit to it." When I hear cater to you, I'll be like, "Damn, actually, I'm not mad at that." Right. But that you know what I'm saying. But my thing is, I just don't want it to go too far where you're like super submissive. Like, I, I want you to be submissive in a, in a, in a, um, an extinct, but um. I don't want it to go too far. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, so let's kind of talk about the origin of that, okay? Okay. Um, so many people think that affirmative action came about so that we could go to the universities of our choosing or get jobs, right? At-at. Affirmative action came about when white feminists started, started um, pushing to go into the workforce, right? So that so when we so in the fifties late forties when 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 women were leaving the traditional um, places like the home right mm-hmm. going into the workforce it left absenteeism in the house okay because here's the thing and somebody a, a businessman I used to work in corporate America before I went because I had enough of it so before I went to grad school. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on for you. You can't just say that where you went to grad school at. Okay, so I went to undergrad at how at the Howard University. H U, you know, and then I went to grad school at Troy University. Okay. Um, but for a while I worked in the private sector. Um, I worked for a uh what is it called? I worked for a 
government contracting firm in DC for about two years. And then I worked another two years for a trade organization in which I was the only black woman. I was often around other senior, senior level men from companies that are very recognizable. I'm sitting down with the CEOs of, of, of just names that you got around your house, right? Mm-hmm. They, they, I'm listening, ears always to the ground. One of the things I learned was that the 40, the 40 hour work week, right? The eight hour work day was never created for both men and women to pursue at once. Okay. So it was created for the, the breadwinner to be there for eight hours and then the other person to be taking care of the things of the home. Right. This this equal division of duty. okay. So in the 50s, when you had the push for women to be equal. To go into the workforce and and, and, and alongside with their husbands work these eight hour work days, then that meant that. And if you can flip it, if you want, if it makes you more comfortable, if you had a woman working eight hours and a man at home, vice versa, that meant that things were going to get neglected in one place or the other. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. So with that change, right, because it used to be the man was either going into the factories or going into the office and they were, they were working. And then the wife was at home doing, cause I can't do all that stuff in a weekend. So that's another story. But the wife, um, you know, the wife or that that partner was was doing all these other things. There was balance in existence because we need money, clean house, food, other things to be handled so that we can have a full existence. Right. So when both people went to the workplace, some things started to 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 be neglected. So that's the first part. The other part is. Yes. Oh, uh, um, our white cohort cohorts. Right. Like so. So our white sisters and brothers or cousins or however you want to refer to them. Um, <laughs> so they too, you know, white man was going to work, white lady was at home, had a little dress on. She was, honey, your dinner is ready. Kids are, Bobby and Jill are sitting here, right? This, if you think this 1950s kind of vision, mm-hmm. same concept, same concept, right? But his plate was fixed. So that means like dinner was ready, right? So that other part of the balance of this relationship was done. In black communities, it was a little different. It wasn't just about fixing his plate and dinner being done. It was because guess what? He had to go into the back door of a restaurant to get lunch, or he had to pack his lunch because he can't even go into a restaurant to eat. Or, um, you know, he's constantly being told that he's not a man. That's why they had that protest, those signs that say, I am a man, because black men were constantly told that they were not. And so our great grandmothers and grandmothers worked especially hard to make sure that they felt that they were five fifths of a man in the house. That's where we had our control. Yep. That was that was our our locus of control, right? So and he was doing everything he could to protect us at home. You know how many how many grandfathers watched windows at night with pistols and shotguns to make sure their family was good? Mm. So so just when you ask me, when you say, you know, do our queens today, you know, how they feel about catering and fixing a plate. A lot of them feel it's beneath them because they don't need a man. Mm. You, do you see how that comes right mm. back around? Yeah, this is full cyc- circle. This is cyclical. And this isn't about inferiority or superiority, you know, in a relationship. This is about a cycle that's being perpetuated for a very specific reason that we are not even conscious of. Mm. So let me ask you this. Based on that information, right? How do we as men get on the same page with our queens if our queens ain't even on the same page 
as themselves. <laughs> Bro, you just asking them bangers right now. <laughs> I mean, I gotta know. <laughs> number number, you know, I think the first thing is is to continue to have these kinds of real conversations. And one of the things that I feel in my heart that I have been tasked with is to disarm the defensiveness of my sisters. When we see the words, are you your brother's keeper, right? Am I mm-hmm. my sister's keeper? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am. And that means that I, I'm going to bring to the forefront our own ish. The, the mm. fifth, my, my, cons- my interest in this is the 50% that I'm responsible for, which is me and my sisters and my girls, my daughter. Right. So it's my job to say, yes, yeah, you know, you, you killing it. You do, do, do you, you driving, da, 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 and you making it. But um, you can have double that, you know, you get with a, a, a king. Right. Mm. You could you could build, you could have a whole power structure and, a, and leave a legacy and do that alone. So I think that women, women have to be willing to be held accountable. And I wasn't always in this space, right? Because remember, I had been sold, I had been sold the same story and drink the same, the same Mm Kool-Aid. I was raised by a single, a single mother. So I was for a while, I was like, what I need a man for? I can have a kid by myself, I can get a job, I can have a house, I can have this car. Like I don't need a man, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I'm, so I'm saying I was sold the same program, but when you start to expand your consciousness and when you really start to look at the ills of what's happening, trying to figure out the genesis, trying to figure out the root, it goes right back to man and woman. Cause that's where it starts. That's where life mm. starts. So it goes right back there. And that's when I started to say, you know, with my own guidance and, and my own mentorship, I was like, God dang, like this, this is crazy. This is crazy. And it, 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 I had to challenge my own beliefs and get out of my own way and say, girl, you got some shit to deal with. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't start to see and come into this space until I dealt with, until I was accountable, ladies, for my own stuff. Mm. So remember I talked about that refinement process, right? Yep. Every day me working to be better than I was yesterday. I got to deal with my own stuff first. That's how I came. That's why people are inboxing me now going. Hey, you've been um, you've been on some different stuff lately. Like, where's this coming from? <laughs> right, that elevation is what you're seeing. That elevation yeah. of thought, consciousness. Mm-hmm. That's what you're seeing. I had a uh, I had a brother uh, inbox me. He was like, "Hold on, I'm, I'm gonna see if I can find it and read it to you." You know, I get a lot of inboxes, people asking questions or, you know, sisters coming in. Um, oh, my God. You and or some people saying, you know, how do I how do I get more of that kind of of information? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so a uh, um, brother messaged me. He was like. Hey, um, I, I, I noticed that that you've been going in on. On the sisters lately, like. You know, what's brought that, what's brought that in? And I said to him, I said, you know, I don't, I'm not really necessarily going, going hard on them, but because of my own transformation, there's certain things I can no longer subscribe to and no longer support and preach. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's what you're seeing. And I tell anybody, you don't, you know, this is Facebook. Like you don't have to follow me. That's fact. You don't have to see my post. And if you disagree with it, I absolutely respect it. Everybody has their own path and their own journey. Yep. But the folks that want to catch this wave, let's go. Let's get it. 
Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. I'm enjoying this right Come here, on, bro. Mike. Come Yo. on, Mike. Oh, man. So, he's just dropping a whole bunch of different points. And I just wanted to take it take it to Christianity just real quick. Okay. Real quick. Real quick. Come on, Mike. Why you want to do this, man? No, 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 no. I'm going to do uh, No, you're going you to see why I'm you, you see why I'm doing it. You're you going to see why I'm doing it. Just understand. Uh, so, uh, there's a particular scripture. It's in Ephesians. Uh, if I'm if I'm corning correctly, it's Ephesians chapter five, verse twenty-two to like thirty-three. So it's the most one of the most famous ones when it comes to talking about relationships and the women submitting, right? All right. So I've started to like come to more of an understanding of that full verse in my own relationships and lives and just thinking wise and just having this conversation sparked another uh a thought in me so when i read that scripture and it says women submit and it tells the man to love right because that's how we were made okay. um people uh, when women hear that word submit they always cringe cringe <laughs> cringe and i don't understand it because the way i inter- interpret for myself is like yes the man is the head and whatnot right but i think it's more so looking as a leader by example model and that's how i try to live that scripture now it's leading by example and not barking uh it's doing more and doing what i need to do that if i ask someone else to do it there's no hesitation they're gonna do it so that's where i i, I was that's what I wanted to just bring up that point with that, with that scripture. Because I feel like people read that scripture and just focus on, oh, I got to submit and he got to love me. All right, that's it. I'm like, no, that ain't it. <laughs> so let me, um, there's a couple of points I want to make about that, right? Because you said something very important. And you don't want to get me talking about the origins of the Bible. That's the first thing. I was, I was trying to warn him. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. So I did. So I just, that's why I was so, touching on it. So I, I will save that for another conversation. If we have a conversation about blackness or the black church, then we, we'll talk about that. But that's, that scripture, right? It's, it's very important that we remember it has two parts. It says women submit and men love, right? We talked earlier and I said that submission, i.e., the feminine energy, a characteristic of that is receptivity. So if you can't submit, you can't even be receptive to love. Ooh. Ooh. That's why I brought it up. Because I knew she was going. If you Go if you can't if you can't open yourself up, right? Because remember, we flow, y'all. Y'all are mm-hmm. the force. So if you mm-hmm. can't even open yourself up, you can't even get love. Damn, that's on so many levels. See, that's like yes. spiritually, sexually. Yeah. God damn, see? Ne- <laughs> oh my god. Now you see why I brought it up? Come on. And bro. that is that's the point. Ooh. That's the point. And you can't even me. you can't even receive what you won't even give yourself. Wow. It's 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 deep and that's why I'm so passionate about this work is because it is if we don't realize this we're continuing to do self-harm. We're continuing to harm ourselves under the guise of making it and being a boss bitch. <laughs> the joke the joke is on us the joke is on us mm. right so let's talk more about this submission piece right and i recently did a um i hope you you, you guys can come i'm gonna have another intensive and it's gonna be open to men and women um okay. soon so I, I want you guys to go ahead travel like come 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 receive come kick it come experience um but in, in the last one I did, and it was specifically in my, my, my workshop, the, the power of, of femininity, I, I asked women to really think about, number one, what did, you, what did you learn from your mother, aunties, the women around you 
what, what are your beliefs about men? Because if I believe that men are good leaders, have my best interest at heart, and I'm just talking about black men, right? In, in a romantic way. If I, if I believe that they're going to protect me, right? I'm more likely to be willing to submit versus men and dogs. They take advantage of you. They're going to do this to you. They're going to do that to you. I'm going to be closed off and um, and defensive all the time, right? So that's that's one part of it. But sis, I get women, I get women all the time that say, um, oh my, I do this, 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 and I want my husband to lead. And I'm like, well, go ahead, let him lead. But I can't because everything going to fall through the crack. So why you pick them? You pick mm-hmm. them. You pick them because you could run them. And now it's backfiring on you. You tired. Mm-hmm. Women that that operate in that way need men with which they can operate in that way. So if I'm leading and I'm doing everything and I'm and I'm I'm in this this masculine space the way I move, I need a man who is going to let me do that. Then you get worn out and tired. I had a woman come, couple come, and they had been married for for, for years. And she was like, I want my, you know, I want my husband. He don't do nothing. Did I do this, 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 this? She lamed all the stuff she did. I said, mm. I said, when did that start? Well, when we started dating, I said, woo. So from the beginning. So why you want him to be something different now? <laughs> then what you married, you picked that. Hmm. But you want him to be something different now because you're tired and you're worn out. Who are you selecting, right? Are you selecting a man that you don't have to submit to because you're scared and you don't want to? A man that you can run, right? Mm-hmm. Or are you picking a man who is and has alpha energy, who's constantly refining himself, who doesn't get swayed by somebody being in his ear? who is not concerned with what people think about him and who has who has a direct connection with his highest purpose his plan and is not going to deviate because you ain't about to be running nothing over there Mm. Mm. right so figuring out if you have such an aversion for submission outside of trauma okay we're not talking about that then then why is that did you watch your mama Submit to somebody. He took all the money. True story. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we got to think about, you know, why? What are these blocks, and you know, why are they there? Because usually blocks and barriers are there for protective purposes. And in this case, it can become, you know, maladapt- maladaptive or harmful. Mm-hmm. Mm. So yeah, did you marry? A man who's got some beta flash sip energy. <laughs> yeah, people gotta look in the mirror for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, now listen. The queen has been on a rampage this episode. She has been blessing us. We yes. know time is limited. So I'm gonna knock out three final questions that I got for you, Queen. Mike, is there anything you want to jump in? Nah, see, I already did my jump in there. I'm good. (laughs) I'm good, bro. I'm good. Okay. So, first of all, Queen, I need this is not a question, but you know, it's one of my things that I have for you. I need you to explain I am the I am initiative that you have because that's Uh, very intriguing. Okay. Okay. Um. So, so the I am um experience came out of a need that I saw for. Um, for Black women in particular, um, to have spaces that were just for us, for healing purposes, and an opportunity for us to be vulnerable and open, to learn receptivity, to gain more knowledge about where we came from before we were enslaved persons, to get connected with our true nature as creators 
because those spaces were very weird. We have lots of spaces that teach black women how to be leaders. But when you come home at night, you're lonely and miserable. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to have somebody in order to be, you know, to not be lonely. So I'm not even talking about you come home, you know, and there's nothing. You come home and you don't even like yourself. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you come home and you can't can't stand yourself. That's why the I am experiences were created. Hmm. Right, Queen. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay. Moving right along. See. What is the biggest lesson life has taught you thus far? Man, that (laughs) question. (laughs) The biggest lesson that I've learned is that I don't know everything. And I don't know what I don't know. And because of that, (laughs) and because of that, being teachable, hearing and listening are three things that I walk this earth with every day. That's my biggest lesson thus far. What you gonna do with that, man? <laughs> Come on now. She over just keep dropping them gems. She got a whole bag. She's like, pour it over. I'm telling you, bro. Jeez. She went to Wakanda herself, bro. Vibranium that in that radio. bag, bro. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Queen, we definitely, definitely enjoyed you. My final question for you. What do you want listeners to take away from this episode and how can they reach? You? Uh, so first I'll tell you how you can reach me. Uh, my, my website is C Anderson, uh, C E A N D E R S O N live. So C Anderson live.com. All of my social media handles are, are at C Anderson live. So Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, so that, you know, that clubhouse, uh, you definitely want to catch me on Clubhouse because I'm, I'm about I'm about to start uh, a, a series um, with a <laughs> with, if y'all think I'm dropping gems, this brother is yeah y'all go ahead and connect on Clubhouse so y'all can y'all can, <laughs> y'all can get these get these these things. Um, <laughs> but what I would leave your listeners with is. The opportunity is to embrace the opportunity for growth. Anytime you find yourself in a situation where it stings, it hurts, it's uncomfortable, you have an aversion or you have this immediate response to run, run towards that thing. And and yeah, there's some safety concerns. You know, that's not what I'm talking about. But if somebody tells you something or somebody brings a piece of information to you, don't always be so so quick to dismiss it because you don't know what you don't know. So be open to examine and then make it a decision about, you know, dismissing whatever that piece of information or that opportunity is for change. Um, because those are the, the, the times and the, and the places where growth comes in. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, and if I had wrote something off because it, it, I disagreed with it or because it was contrary to, to what I had been made to believe or taught I'd be I'd be a boss bitch right now (laughs) (laughs) I'd be stuck in that space right so allow you know being challenged right um being um seeing things from a different lens or perspective looking at the other side um, that's always that that can always be you know 
helpful if you allow it to be. So be open to growth and, and new ideas. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I, I got the uh opportunity to follow this up. Okay. I don't know how I'm gonna do this, but I'm gonna attempt. Okay. The queen has come on here. She has blessed the airways with all this vibranium. We're not calling them gems no more. So when you post this mic, the queen was dropping vibranium. Vibranium. Okay? I, I'm vibranium. Okay. <laughs> Let me attempt to drop a gem because i'm not gonna be able to drop no vibrate me after this <laughs> she just took them all she mined them all okay? <laughs> so watch this mike we're gonna go into our marketing and mental health segment right mm-hmm. my mental health tip of the day is give people their flowers while they are here huh? if they inspire you let them know so queen I'm here to let you know on the podcast, you are an inspiration to me. You are an inspiration to what I do in my marriage. Some of those things you say on Facebook, on your lives, I take them, I, I, I nourish them, I put them in my head. And I, you know what? I'm going to address this a little different. I'm going to move a little different. And I, and I put, what would C do in my head? That's something I do. With anybody that inspired me, I always put, what would such and such do? So you are one of those inspirations in my life. You so much of an inspiration. You didn't talk about it, but I'm going to talk about it. This Love Taps book. (laughs) (laughs) This Love Taps book I got here in my hand, y'all. This the one. Okay? This is is the one. Y'all need to read this book. I'm not going to offer up anything other than y'all need to read this book. I'm not going to tell you what it's about. I just want y'all to understand. Y'all know the neighborhood therapist. Y'all know I'm a voracious reader. I need y'all to read this book. This is life changes, life altering. She tell you about manipulative men. See, I told y'all I wasn't gonna tell you this about, but y'all need to go ahead and <laughs> read this book, okay? Because it's necessary for queens and kings. Ooh, bro, you done dropped another book. I need to go get. Come on hey, now. Come on, <laughs> I got him. I got him. Certainly, I certainly was not expecting that. You- <laughs> You hit me with the uh, the fin- the the funky finger productions. Uh, <laughs> damn! <laughs> oh yeah, I, I often Thank come you. back to this book. I often come back. To There's so many gems in there. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. So now uh, I will be getting the book. Don't worry. I'm uh, as soon as we're done here, I will be ordering it. Trust me. I am a man of my word. <laughs> If you right. order it, please, please, please leave a comment. Oh, please, of course. yeah, gotcha. please leave a review. Uh, definitely, definitely. So, the therapist then gave his uh, mental health tips. So I got to give my marketing tip of the day. And since the episode was called "Men, Are You Listening?" because you do have a lot of male listeners, yeah, I hope you listened to Miss C. Anderson earlier today. She dropped a whole bunch of gems, and even the women. You you definitely learned something from her today too. Oh, please, yeah. please, no question about it. But on to marketing. So when it comes to marketing to women, people need to understand men or women are not the same. It's been repeated this entire episode. Men, feminine energy, masculine energy. You have to understand who you're marketing into. Uh, you got to understand the, the differences of behaviors also. So when you do promote your product service. Or anything, you gotta get into the mindset of the consumer. If it's a female or if it's a male, woman, man, whatever terms you want to use, you have to understand there is a difference. And that is Michael's marketing tip of the day. Real talk, both of y'all. Real talk. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. But whew, that was a banger of an episode, bro. What oh, you yeah. think? Oh yeah, that's phenomenal. I, I just want to say this to the listeners. Um, the the majority of you men that's listening to this, I need y'all to put y'all put y'all uh y'all significant others on to the Black Man Misunderstood podcast. This episode specifically, because all it's gonna do is help you. You want to help yourself? Put this episode on because the Queen has dropped vibranium. Facts. Come on, got to. I mean, Facts. it's. 
We 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 did you a favor. You're welcome. Matter of fact, tell C your thank you, Queen. <laughs> I, you know what? When y'all hear this episode, if it resonates with you, I want you to go find her Facebook, find her Instagram, buy oh, the it'll book. Be tagged. No, it'll be I, tagged. I, I want all of that. I want y'all to find her, and I just want y'all to put thank you, C, and she's gonna know why y'all doing it. Facts. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I want I want y'all to flood. Thank you, C. If you really rock with the Black Man Misunderstood podcast, you'll do that for us. Oh. Y'all are too funny. <laughs> hey, this is what we do. <laughs> too funny. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, you know, if anybody got any questions, um, I'll tell you like I, I tell folks I'm on on down to the white meat. Nikki and I got questions or concerns, reach out. You, you disagree, you can you can still reach out. I, I, it ain't gonna do much, but <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I consider all opinions, and you know, I take feedback. Um, I call them growth gifts. Um, mm-hmm. So I take I take feedback uh, as an opportunity uh, to grow, whether it's positive, negative. There's there's always growth in that. So yeah. And we appreciate that 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 vibranium drop too. <laughs> <laughs> A little vibranium nugget, bro. <laughs> yeah. We, we definitely appreciate you, Queen. This this has been an education for sure. Thank you. Thank for you sure. for having me. I appreciate you guys and keep up the good work. Thank you. Thank you. Mike, you got anything? Ah, with that said, folks, we see y'all next week. And listen, we done dropped all these vibranium gems. <laughs> Whatever you want to call them. This episode, man, you just got to keep tuning in week to week, folks. Absolutely. With that said, I'm out. <laughs> so for sure. Make love now.